0: So it is Super Bowl week, but before we talk about the Super Bowl, we got to talk about the Steelers because they made news. They got their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, formerly head coach of the the Falcons and offensive coordinator of the Titans. When this first happened, we actually talked about this last week. Before it happened, I said, oh, my God, this is probably going to happen and it's going to suck and he's going to suck. I've kind of changed my mind but what are your thoughts on Arthur Smith?
1: I think at the time I also agreed with you. I, I don't, I would guess I would say I changed my mind as well. I, I would put it more as I got to be fair and give the guy a chance, but I'm not excited about it. I don't have to be, and I'm not, um, you know, it looks like the, the commanders or whatever they are now, the commanders, they're going to sign Cliff Kings, Kingsbury, who that was a guy I would have liked. I would have more enthusiasm over, and I guess I just can't be that excited. I'm not going to crap all over it. I mean, there are some things. I know what he did in 2018 and and stuff with Tennessee. But um, he had a really good running back with Derrick Henry. And you take Derrick, Derrick Henry out of the equation, uh, and he was awfully um, average in Atlanta as a head coach. Didn't really develop, uh, you know, Robinson this year as a running back. And that, I think, was part of the reason he got axed and, you know, so I don't know to me his track record is at best a little wishy-washy. I don't know if it's, it's awful, it's not awful, uh, but it's also not great. So who knows, he, he may just be one of those guys and I think we said this before numerous times. Some guys are just meant to be a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator, They're not meant to be a head coach. Buddy Ryan, not a great head coach. Defensive coordinator, Hall of Famer. Head coach, not so much. You know, um and, and you know some of them have been different, right? But I think he's – hopefully he's a guy that's supposed to be an OC. We've been calling for something fresh, so you got to give the guy a chance. Um, I just feel like it was a little quick. There were other guys out there. Um, and if he's going in there as the offensive coordinator, that means Eric Bieniemy must be leaving. And how in the world did we not interview Eric Bieniemy? Um Because that would have been a guy – that would have been my A-list. I didn't think it was possible, but if he's out there, then – we didn't think to wait, at least, or, or get an interview with him. You were so sure on Arthur Smith, so that's my cup of tea. There, I just don't. We'll see.
0: From what I understand, Enemy was not available, but like you said, why didn't you just wait? A- why did you just wait? You knew you knew when you when they brought in the commanders brought in a new head coach. You know he's going to bring in a new offensive coordinator. Very rarely do do they you know they 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 keep the the coordinators from the previous regime. So yeah, why did they wait? Um, yeah, my 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 initial thought about Arthur Smith was, you know, and as and I know you're a fantasy football player, and so you pay attention to you know all the players. And you see what Atlanta has done the past few years. They had a what's supposed to be a generational tight end in Kyle Pitts. They haven't done crap with him. Uh, they got a, a great wide receiver in Drake London. They haven't done crap with him, and B. John Robinson. They haven't done crap with him because they because Arthur Smith had this this galaxy brain idea of saying, "No, oh, we have all these talented people. We'll give the ball to the third and fourth string guys, and have the the main guys just be decoys." Like, what what are what is wrong with you, dude? Like, what the heck? So you know that yeah. was that was one thing that that bugged me, and the other was I don't know if what he did with the Titans can translate to what he does with the Steelers. Um, you could say that, well, Najee Harris is basically the the dollar general version of, 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 uh, of, uh Derek Henry. And he kind of is, but still, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just very, very scary, but you know, I, I think there's a lot of good things about it. And one of the good things is you just had a recent head coach and he was a coordinator before. So he has experience and that is a big advantage over what they had with Matt Canada, who does not belong watching an NFL game, let alone being a coordinator. So, so I think just by that is, is a big upgrade.
1: It is. I I could have sworn I saw something like maybe the Seahawks were looking at bringing in Matt Canada for an interview. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Um, maybe you should go up to the CFL. I I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's I'm, I'm the same bucket Joe. It's there's so much gray area there with when he was with Tennessee. Did he get the most out of those players? He, he certainly seemed to get the most out of Tannehill. Um, but you know, I mean, Tannehill wasn't awful. And, I have to wonder if we might not see him come here to Pittsburgh and as a backup quarterback to Kenny Pickett. And that's the other thing the Kenny Pickett, especially the Kenny Pickett crowd. I'm still up in the air about the guy. I'm not crapping on him yet, but for those that are really big Kenny Pickett fans, this can't be that exciting to hire because the guy doesn't have a track record of developing quarterbacks. Um, so I just, you know, for the Kenny Pickett lovers, I don't think they can be that excited. Um, and like I said, at first, I was like, oh, my God, this is just the worst thing ever. But OK, here are a few things out. Um, Peter King, you know, said uh, a lot of guys uh, who cover the NFL as a whole said this was a great hire. So I'll, I'll lean to their expertise and, and uh, hopefully they're right. And maybe he will find his niche here. Who knows? I think he's he's got two very good running backs to work with. Um, He's got, you know, at least one defense, one good offensive lineman to work with. But maybe he'll have – maybe he'll be able to come in and take a look at this upcoming draft and the senior bowl that they just did and say, hey, look, this guy and this guy you got to be paying more attention to. Maybe he'll help build that offensive line that we need. I, you know, so there's a couple things there, yeah, you hope he can do. And, and uh, maybe I, – I always kind of feel it this way too. I think at this point in your life you would say, okay, that head coaching thing wasn't for me. Or maybe you're like, no, man, I, I got to be a head coach again. Well, the, re- the way to be a head coach again is to be one hell of an offensive coordinator yeah. and get that Steelers offense firing back up and maybe build over the next three to four years or whatever it may be uh, to where it's so good that somebody else is going to give you a shot no matter what happened in Atlanta. So I guess that's probably the way you have to look at that. So. Who knows, Joe? Um, I think it really, again, I think this draft is an important draft. I think the free agency is important. They bring in a quarterback. That's going to make things you saw. I just like literally later earlier this afternoon, uh, Art II said, all options are kind of open right now. So, you know, maybe they will trade. Maybe they will draft their quarterback. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I think it's interesting that they were really sold on the left tackle from Oregon. Um, they're big on him it's either a left tackle or the center I can't remember which but Arthur Smith and I'm, I'm actually if I got to give the guy credit I've loved that wet center from WVU he's been blowing up everybody including Pitt and Penn State this year I mean Penn State won their game but I mean he he was a hard guy we couldn't get around him for, for Nittany Lions and, and Pitt couldn't get around him and he's probably flying under the radar they might be able to get him uh, somewhere in there. And, and Ar- Ar- Arthur Smith has actually already spoken a little bit about him and how he's already kind of had his eye on him. And now there's an article earlier this week how the Steelers are in love with the guy. So who knows what kind of influence he brings. So I guess you have to be open to that. What kind of influence is he going to bring? Uh, what can he make happen? And uh, it, this one thing we can all agree on, no matter who it was, you, me, Arthur Smith, Cliff Kingsbury, Eric enemy, whoever came in, they needed a fresh a breath of fresh air to say, hey, did you think about this? And maybe they're listening.
0: I, I think I think that's something that this signifies is and I think we saw it from Tomlin's press conference at the end of the season, and and what's been happening ever since I think Tomlin has been humbled, and I think he's finally acknowledging, you know what? Maybe it's time to do things differently. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I I don't have all the answers. Maybe I don't know it all. Maybe we should do things differently. And this is something different because before he got – he would always promote from within, you know – Go down the hall, just find somebody. Hey, who wants to be offensive coordinator? You okay? Yeah, you're the offensive coordinator now. So it's this is <laughs> this is something that you know they're they, they do they do need a fresh set of eyes. Um, yeah, he's not great with quarterbacks, but what if I don't think they're done hiring? What if they bring in what if they still bring in BNME? As like a quarterback's coach or a passing game coordinator or something like that, you know, know, kind of like what they did with with Flores, you know, just 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 hang out for a year and just you know help us out (laughs) and then and then you know go about go about your way. Yeah, maybe that they're they're not done. They're not done. So yeah, um, I I I like it, and I also like that, you know, I I think we uh, some of us were hoping for. Get somebody on the 49ers, get somebody on the um on the from the from the McVeigh coaching tree or something like that. And I think we were kind of hoping for that. But instead, we got a guy that is very closely in line with what the Steelers have been doing and want to do this, this run heavy, um you know, attack. And people say, you can't that's that's not going to win in the NFL. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. I think, you know, look at, look at the playoffs. Um, The, the chiefs won what beat the, What what, 17 to 10 or 17 to 14 or something like that? It wasn't exactly a high flying game. You could win with a with a good defense and a good running game, and just but you gotta have a quarterback that isn't awful. And that's the key to all of this. You could have got you could have got the greatest offensive mind ever, but if you got a sucky quarterback, and that's what we had most of last year, none of this is gonna matter.
1: Yeah, it's funny because, I mean, there's a reason they're the highest paid guys, you know, in in the league. I think I can think of maybe two instances where teams had a Hall of Fame quarterback and just somehow never figured out how to build around them. Well, okay, so the Dolphins never figured out how to build around Marino and Duper and and Clayton. Right. I mean, they had they had Dwight Stevenson as a center, phenomenal center and all that, but never could do it. The Broncos finally were able to get a running game for John Elway, and that's largely a big reason why Elway, when I I went out the way he did, two Super Bowls, a Super Bowl MVP, uh, he had a Hall of Fame running back with him finally uh, and a a really good defense, right? So you're right. um, I was just watching um, the other night they had Super Bowl 40 and 43 on, and as bad as Ben was in 40, you know, and how the team kind of rallied around him and, and made up for how bad he was, uh 43 he was he was tremendous right so it, it's uh, you got to figure out that kind of balance um and 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 be able to do that but all those things i just mentioned a lot of those teams had great offensive lines right and that's again i hate to harp on it i know it's not sexy but i'm gonna have no problem if uh jackson powers johnson that's a guy from oregon and uh the guy from uh, west virginia is uh frazier i have no problem if they take one of those two because mason cole is definitely not the answer I'm not even sure if Mason Cole is worthy of being a backup. <laughs> I mean, right. I guess right. Whatever, but they've gotta start there to me. Offensive line is where it's gotta be. Um I think you could pick up some of the other guys in the second round and whatnot, but I think it's gotta be offensive line. And we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know, but um maybe they'll address it with the in the offseason. Who knows?
0: But that's 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 another thing, is you have Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. And Andy Weidel comes from the Eagles and their philosophy was strong offensive line, strong defensive line. Um, You know, you have, you want to, you want to have a a ground and pound run attack. you need a good offensive line for that. And so, you know, the, the offensive line um, a year ago compared to, what it was in 2003 compared to 2022 was a big upgrade. Now we need to do another upgrade. We need to upgrade a tackle and we need to upgrade at center. Then we're pretty much done. Then you've got, if you could get a good center and a good tackle, you're pretty much done. You're, you got your good offensive line, so you're good to go. So I fully expect the first two rounds to be off set, tackle and center. And I'm fine with that.
1: They might, I, I mean, you might see a defensive back sneak in there. You know, you talk about the Eagles. A big reason that Eagles team was as good as it was last year, uh, they were the number one pass rate defense in, in the league. And this year they were like 28th. I mean, I can't believe how much of a well, swing. The Eagles fell apart. I don't I know mean, what the hell totally. happened to them. Yeah, exactly. So um, that would be something I could see them doing, either dressing that in, in free agency or going, uh, if there's a safety cornerback, who I think might be there from Georgia, might fall there, that might go there. So it's, again, just like last year. Last year, I think, I still feel like they did pretty good in last year's draft. Um, Can they repeat it again this year and keep setting the foundation? Because you got to really say what I don't think a lot of people want to say. I think they are in a slight rebuilding year. Um, And a lot of people look at that and say, well, they were 10-7 and made the playoffs. (laughs) Again, 10-7, and and they lost yet again in the playoffs. So I don't mind saying it's a rebuilding year. You got a new offensive coordinator. It's time for a little bit of a rebuild. Total rebuild would be all staffs gone, whatever. Um, but and I think he had a good point there. I think Tomlin was humbled a little bit. I, I've never seen a press conference like that with him in 17 years. He opened up more than he ever has over almost an hour long press conference, which is unlike him too. Uh and you know, yeah, I mean, I think you're you're seeing those things, but Again, there's a long, long way to go here. Um, And really, Joe, I hate to put this on Kenny Pickett. That's a big part of what what it said, too, to your point is, uh, if Kenny Pickett's not the answer, then they're really in a full-blown-out rebuild because if they draft a guy high, like I know some of the rumors are Bo Nix. Bo Nix could follow the second round. I wouldn't mind him giving a shot at Bo Nix. But um, Kenny Pickett's either got to be the guy or they're in rebuild because he was a first-round pick and... You saw what the Jets did. You know, they went out and got Aaron Rodgers because their first round pick was what, second pick overall? Yeah. It was a massive bust. So yeah. you can't tell me that Kenny can't be a bust in the first round of the 20th over poke. Oh, he right. definitely could be. Right. And so far, right. I, I wouldn't say he's necessarily a bust because all the crap that was piled on him and he went through, but it's getting there. I think he's closer to being there than he is a success story. So.
0: Just as uh that's one thing that has been strongly hinted in uh, by by Tomlin, by Rooney, by yeah, by almost everybody that's talking is uh, this put up a shut up time for, for Kenny Pickett. This is it. And we will see. But I have a feeling. I don't want to say they've moved on from him, but I think they have a contingency of. We gotta have some good backups, some strong competition, not just a rookie. Now, maybe it's Mason. Maybe he'll come back. We'll see. Maybe it's Ryan Tannehill. I really hope not, because I think he's washed up. But he would be, you know, he would know Arthur Smith's system perfectly. Fine, but he's unfortunate. I think he's thirty-six. Like, come on, you know what do you what do you want from the dude? So it, it gotta be someone. And you know, listen, we were talking about it. Everybody was talking about it lastly at last year. At one point, we started like, "Hey, is it time for Tomlin to go?" Tomlin ha- technically has not <laughs> still had a contract extension, although it's going to happen. I think he's realizing his own mortality too. It's like, holy crap, I hitched my wagon to this schmuck, and I'm <laughs> I'm screwed. Like, I'm not like, screw this. I'm looking out for myself and I'm looking out for the team. And I don't care if Golden Boy can't make it. Fine. We'll find someone else that has, so that can. So maybe that's Mason. Maybe that's someone else. It ain't Mitch. Mitch is gone. So it'll be someone else, some backup or something that'll come in and have, and and have actual competition. And all I want is an actual real competition, whoever it is. Whoever it is, and I don't care, I don't care, I don't care how it looks. But in training camp, you say, whoever the best player is, regardless of where they were drafted or any other of the pedigree or anything like that, just the best player that can execute the system. That's all. That's all we need is a system quarterback. That's what Mason Rudolph was. He was just a system quarterback. He executed the system, and that was a garbage system with Mac Canada. So, we just need somebody that actually does this. Don't shove Kenny down our throat if Kenny sucks. No. If, if it's time to move on from him, move on from him.
1: Yeah, a couple things there, too. You talk about the quarterback um, in, in camp. If there's one thing where Kenny, I thought got hosed was two years ago when he didn't get hardly a snap in training camp. To me, that was inexcusable. It still is. Um, still kind of a – still kind of a reflection on how Tomlin's run things there. Uh, and I still understand how you can't explain that. The other thing is the drama they carry with them. You don't leave that much drama behind. You ha- you heard what, what uh, Deontay Johnson said, Mason Rudolph's the guy I want. You know, I mean, uh, you- you've heard a lot of that stuff. I mean, I don't know, like we said a little bit, of, like a week or two ago, do they-, do they have a meeting of players, whatever meeting, whatever, you know, lock the media out, lock whatever out, and hey, all that bullshit stays back new thing moving forward or whatever, but you're right. There's still a lot of that there. Obviously some of the players are not sold on Kenny Pickett. I'm not, you know, can't say all of them, but at least a few are. Uh, and you say that kind of thing. How do you face him again in training camp? Right. I mean, here, you own, your own number one, technically receiver doesn't believe in you and has said so. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and you bring in guys and, and you're right. Uh, I still think Kenny deserves a fair shake, but to me, he's on a real short leash. And that in itself is tough too, right? Because if he's on a short leash, then they're you never want to have a court, your starting quarterback on a short leash going into the first game of the season, right? So, right. Who knows? I, I mean, it's—it's it's really a mess, and I, I really feel like the, you know the the mini mini camp could be a big deal this year. Well, who's going to show up? What are they going to do? You know, Pickett didn't show up to clean out his locker. He avoided media day. I don't blame him. But I also kind of think you should have probably been there. You're a captain. You're, a, captain, way, you're a leader. I mean, you're,
0: you you. Yeah. face
1: the music. There's so much crap on this kid's plate. So if Kenny Pickett can get through all that, having a teammate, you know, a, a very intricate teammate in your uh, arsenal call you out, who knows? I mean, either you live by that or die by that. Either it ignites him to finally get to where he needs to be, or we're still swimming in mediocrity and that's, not where you want to be, and, and that next year will be the end of Kenny Pickett. So I, I don't know. Um, there's a lot going on with them. There's a lot to figure out. I thought the other thing that was interesting, too, that I don't know if you, you picked up on this, so the Eagles kick it off right in Brazil. One of our away games is at Philadelphia. Now, if you look at that Central and South America, I think this. I looked at the Eagles' home schedule. The only team there's Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland, um, I think Arizona, uh, a bunch of teams that are eh. the only teams I can see up for that are Dallas, obviously, and then the Giants. And then it's us. And then the Green Bay might be in there, too, because Green Bay's big in Central yeah. South America. Can you imagine our first game is on the road in Brazil on an away game? I would Eagles. love that
0: because <laughs> because um the Steelers in Philadelphia is like a guaranteed loss. So re- regardless <laughs> if like the team plane crashed or something like that for the Eagles and and the and the Steelers would play like 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 22 fans equals fans or something like that the, the Eagles would still find a way to win. For they they are cursed in that in that state. Uh. So yeah, play in Brazil, cool. Okay, you know
1: yeah, I'm i would be I'd be fine with that. It could um, be Jacksonville. The Eagles have a home game against Jacksonville, and God knows the NFL sends Jacksonville everywhere because nobody in Jacksonville gives right. a damn about the Jaguars. So hey, right. hey take the Jaguars. <laughs> we'll go to Ireland, we'll go to Ontario, we'll go to Brazil. Go take send the Jags. Send Trevor Lawrence. He looks great. The flowing hair, the grace, take him. Yeah. And so but I wouldn't be surprised. And that would mean that the opening night would be also opening night of, or no, it would be week two of high school football in Western Pennsylvania because it's a Friday night game. So I mean, come
0: on, I, you, leave high school alone. Don't, imagine don't, the Steelers I mean, you so knew it was going to happen. They play Thursdays, they play Saturdays, they play, they're just going to go every, they're eventually going to be every game. Eventually oh. there's going to be Tuesday night football and Wednesday night football. Right. It's coming.
1: Yeah. Like uh you always see like Boise State now or, or, you know, right. Idaho Vandals on Tuesday night. Football. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, the 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 Mac game of the week is usually on Tuesday night, but it'll be uh, it'll be Jacksonville against Carolina or
1: something like that. But I mean, that's again, that's folks, that's just me thinking out loud. But even that, could you imagine? It's a tall order. Your first games on the road in Brazil, if it happens to be that, it might not. You know, they probably only have a one in four chance of doing that by my math and just looking at who they have. But my oh my, makes a
0: lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I remember many years ago the Steelers played in Mexico City. Um,
1: yeah it was all steel fans.
0: oh I'm sure it was I'm sure. um that is another thing and then that's another thing that's supposed to be a plus for Arthur Smith is he is good at connecting with players or that's that's what reputation he has, which is very good because he's that's the exact opposite of uh, Matt Canada who didn't connect with players and didn't connect with coaches. He basically said, I'm doing everything and this is the way it is. And that's it. I don't want any input. I don't want any, I don't want to know any, any view and any stuff like that. So that is an important thing is you have to repair the relationship be- with, with the wide receivers. And if it is Kenny, oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, how do you say that? How do you, how do you go and say, how do you deal with that when somebody just flat out said, I don't want that guy. I want the other guy. What do you, do? I don't know if there's any coming back from that. My goodness. They got they gotta fix that. They gotta they gotta they honestly, gotta do I a, think trip.
1: I think if, you're right. They do, but I think it has to come from them. Um, and that's where again I don't put that blame on Kenny Pickett. I Deontay's a piece of work, he's not he's a little bit less in a drama queen than uh Pickens, but not by much. So that's the other thing, you know, every they make all these excuses for Kenny. I don't know if it's totally viable, but he's got two wide receivers that love the drama. You know, they love to run their mouths. Um, one has shown that both have shown at times to be very lazy on the field. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping that's what Arthur Smith can change is this whole effort, um, some camaraderie, like you said, connecting with players. Um, you know, does he go in? Does he meet with them? I, I don't know. But I would, I would like to think, Joe, to a point, uh, to your point. Maybe he sits down with these guys and his meeting with Deontay is like, bro, okay, I understand it was a frustrating season. You had a few more touchdowns than you did the year before. You had this, you had that happen, but calling out your possible starting quarterback, you got to make, you got to make mends. that. I mean, that's the only thing I could hopefully think that he could say. Maybe Tomlin's already said it to him. I don't know. But that's, that, that fence does need mended. I, I, uh,
0: Yes. They are unprofessional and immature. However, their entire livelihood depends on the quarterback getting them the ball. And they how do you feel when you've done your job and you got open? You got sometimes wide open. And the quarterback does his little pirouettes into the loving arms of a of a defensive lineman
1: <laughs> over
0: and over again. You know they got these wide receivers they they de- their money depends on getting the ball and they get the ball. I don't now nah, I don't I don't condone their actions at all. Like I said, immature and unprofessional, and that needs to be dealt with. Which goes to my next subject: the the wide receiver coach position has just opened up. People are talking, and how much how wonderful this would be! Heinz Ward, Steelers wide receiver coach, or Antoine Randall
1: L. He'd be the most he'd be most possible popular wide receiver coach in the league. Yeah, uh, Heinz Ward jerseys would be worn for purpose. Oh God! They've been being worn for years now, but now it's like he's back. So now I can put this on today and actually need something. You know, uh, unlike, you know, the Jack Ham ones that you wear and he's not a little bit, you know, they're playing anymore. But, no, um, you can always count on Yinzers to break out the jerseys. Uh, I told you what happened. I remember when they drafted Pickett and he chose number eight. It was week two, whatever the, maybe the second home game was. There's some idiot with a Tommy Maddox jersey – tape on the back on the tickets. Tickets. that's a yinzer that is a yinzer hey right? hey that's a um,
0: th- that's a very expensive uh piece of clothing you, you yeah, yeah you just need to alter it,
1: yeah right? he's like the guy in cleveland the guy that has that browns jersey and they have all the quarterback names that's like that. right that's right No, yeah. <laughs> so, i mean yeah i mean that that's the kind of stuff would be great i mean it, you just you need to find something to like i don't care what you say this team left on a low note in a lot of different ways. Uh, they need to get in there, get fired up, and see some enthusiasm. See a lot of things, and I, I think that comes with some of these changes. So Arthur Smith is it, whether you like it or not. Hopefully he he adds to that that tenacity and adds to igniting that because I, I still right now don't feel like they're in a good place. I mean, to me, if we had to make our way too early, not 2024-25 season predictions, I'm thinking nine and eight, eight and nine. Um, So I think a lot's got to change between now and next August for me to think it's going to be any better than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Heinz Ward would be an amazing pick because what's one thing we say all the time. Remember how it was back 15 years ago. When you had Heinz Ward, Paul Amalu, um Kiesel, um all those all those character guys that you never had to worry about somebody flying off the handle or some, doing something stupid because they had such a great locker room. And Heinz Ward would be the, the keeper of the of the culture and of the of the flame and like but that's why I don't think it would work because I don't think he would get to those guys. I don't think I think he would look at, at Pickens and Deontay Johnson and say. What 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 the, the hell's wrong with you people? No no, it's like like somebody would die. He would either quit or be fired or something. Yeah, or and that's what I mean. Like,
1: hurt. um, whether it happened the day after or whatever, because it was you know at the tail end of the season, Hines Ward would have called Deontay Johnson. out and that. Like, hey, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. And he his his recommendation may have been get rid of him or or whatever. I mean. That's the thing with Deontay. You either trade him away or get behind him. Because if you try to demote right. him to like a slot receiver, you know how he's going to take that. It's right. going to be bad for a whole year, you know. Um, so that that's the thing. But I I agree with you. I, I would love to see Hines or or, or or L or or and that even like the enemy right. It doesn't have to be a Steeler. That's what I think Eric the Enemy kind of brought to the Chiefs in in those years was he got rid of the drama. He was a he was a he was an innate. They, they say that the, other, the thing about the enemy is, and this comes from numerous people in the Chiefs and now the Redskins or the Commanders, um, he's a tough son of a bitch. He, he runs a very tight ship. He is a he is not your friendly coach. And why I was kind of hoping that might happen is Tomlin's a player's coach. Sometime you need good cop, bad cop, right? And that, to me, would have been a great bad cop to have. Because um, that's exactly what Andy Reid is. Andy Reid, good cop. The enemy, right. bad cop. Bounces <laughs> out pretty well. So, um, yeah, um, definitely there what is, I would like
0: to see. There was that report last summer that's like uh, the commander's players said that he didn't, they didn't like the enemy because he was being mean to them. was oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you little coddled babies. That's exactly what you need, you little schmucks. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I I I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance you could still bring in the enemy. I mean, because it's like you know you know who else I want as, as a dream coaching staff? Let's bring in um, Mike Vrabel as like a linebackers coach or something like that. Now yeah. I don't know if they would want him because he's too tall. <laughs> Did you see that? He's yeah. he's tall and he might intimidate someone. Like oh <laughs> my god, right what are we doing people? But no, I mean, hey, you know, it's like, what are your options? If, if you're, if you're one of these people, uh, that, that, that doesn't have a job right now, you could either sit out the year and, and, and go to the beach or you could stay involved with the game and, and current. And so yeah, why not take a, a lesser job somewhere just to, just to be around the game?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I remember talking to Ozzy Newsom once at a, uh, he was at a charity event and uh, nicest guy. Uh, probably if I had to pick a favorite Cleveland Brown, he would probably be right up there. Uh, and you saw what he did with Baltimore, right? I mean, those wasn't guys,
0: he the GM of Baltimore that like picked like every good player ever. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's, he should be in the hall of fame. and not alone. I I, feel, I really have always felt the NFL needs a, a copy from the NHL. Like the NHL has like the movers and the, you know, legend or whatever they are. So, it, but anyway, and I remember him saying, um, They were a little loose until Marty Schottenheimer took over. And he said, you know, after Marty took over, nobody missed curfews. He said, people (laughs) missed curfews left and right. Marty was there, no missed curfews. And and you kind of need that discipline because these are younger kids. You know, now that you and I are in our 40s, we can say that. These kids, uh, (laughs) they, I think they need that kind of a thing. They need a disciplinarian. Yes, you can go over the top, right? Um, But, yeah, that's why, I don't know, Arthur's with Arthur's, Smith is really like, I, I've done some research on him, but I don't see anybody coming out saying he's a real hard ass, but sometimes you need that to balance it out. I think that's why Cowher was successful with what he did. I think Tomlin's not afraid to be a hard ass either. I think it's a little bit of a misconception on how much of a, of a softy he is. I don't think he's too much of a softy. I think he's a lot harder than what you think. I mean, yeah. all those, especially the summer in Latrobe, I saw it firsthand. He has no problem sticking it into someone's grill. But uh, like you said, you know, when you bring in a coordinator or, or a special teams coach or a wide receivers guy, or girl at this point, I mean, some of the girls are great. Um, You need that person that's not afraid to say, you know, pick it up, stop whining and let's go. You know, you just, you just do. Um,
0: uh, Apparently Justin Fields is available. Um, Russell Wilson will be available. I've heard Russell Wilson, the Steelers, please. No, please. No, come on.
1: The thing that got me about Russell Wilson, he made the Broncos, build him a special office at the stadium. And, like, it wasn't big enough, so they had to, like, tear down a wall. Um, now, well, a lot of the things he does is run charity work. Okay, I'm good with that. But I I cannot believe how bad that experiment has failed for Denver. Uh, and it's really kind of put a little bit of a, paw, a mark on him. And I, I don't know if I want anything to do with Russell Wilson. I just – I don't I don't know.
0: You know, you know what Russell Wilson is, and unfortunately, we we just lost him this week. He was Apollo Creed. Yeah, when yeah. Apollo Creed became champion, and he had to do all those other things. Same thing with Rocky when he became champion. And you you know, you go to go to do this and that and all this other that's totally related, unrelated to to boxing. That's Russell Wilson. He got yeah, that's great. You do charity and you do this and you have you have this and that and that, but like. What about the football dude? And and yeah, him him last year, two years ago, when he was allowed to do whatever he wanted, that was a complete disaster. Then he gets with Sean Payton, and Sean Payton said, "Screw you, dude! I don't you know because it was supposed to be a good marriage because he was supposed to be like Drew Drew Brees light, and that that would have worked. But I don't think I I, I think it's just. I don't, I don't think he has it anymore. So ple- please please know Russell Wilson this. Unless you want him as like the third string guy or something
1: like that or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know Justin Fields is much in a better light for me than Kenny Pickett. I think he's good. I don't think he's been as good as you want him to be. I think over the you know the course of the games he started, he's not all that much, you know, knock my socks off like Kenny. So to me, you're bringing in Justin Fields, it's not like you're bringing a guy that's significantly better than Kenny Pickett. Now he has some athleticism, yeah. And I mean, he, you know, he the year before he had a pretty good year, so I guess you could bring him in. I'm not going to object to it, but uh, man, that's the thing, Joe. When we talked about this is I like with art, what even Art II said right now, the Steelers are not in a good place with quarterback. I don't care what you say, and I don't care how much you love Kenny Pickett, they're not in a good place. Mitch is gone, so they need a third stringer anyway, and anybody's gonna be better than Mitch anyway, including half my Funko pops on my desk, but um if Mason doesn't come back, then you do have a real problem, right? If Mason comes <laughs> back, then you still may also have a problem right? because he may challenge for the starting position. And you got a kid that came out came out as a 20th overall pick. That's going to hit his psyche. If his psyche isn't already damaged, and I think it is because you saw what happened towards the end of the season. Um, you know, he wasn't hurt. They didn't play. So there's something to that, too. So they, they it is a quagmire right now. It is a mess. And Arthur Smith has got to help clean that up, too. And That's the thing. I mean, if they bring in another quarterback it's only going to make it more intriguing but more worrisome too
0: i i just wonder if when they interviewed arthur smith they said okay if you want to come on or or if he said listen are we married to kenny pickett do i have to be with him Can we go? Can we get someone else or something like that? I wonder how that talk went. I wonder if that talk is like, listen, your job is, yeah, get this offense going, but also get Kenny going. Or if they told him, listen, your job is just to get the offense going. I
1: don't care who the
0: quarterback is. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I
1: I think it would be hard to ask him, you know, that. I think, I think more to what I just kind of said, like, hey, here's the situation. It's a mess. How are you going to fix it? Tell me what you would like to do, or what you would what you would do. That would have been my question. You know, here's where we are. I got a guy that didn't come out and clean out his locker. It's pretty much a healthy scratch. He wasn't happy about it. Uh Things aren't in a great place there. I may be bringing a guy back to challenge him, who was a third string, he went up the second string, he went to a first string. And Arthur, I got to be honest with you, we scored 30 points over the last three games, and we didn't touch out with Kenny, and he figured out how to do it. So, and that's that's where they are, whether you like it or not. Um, And yeah, that's the thing, Joe. If they bring in it, it's always the way, right? If they bring in a guy like a Justin Fields or a Russell Wilson, um, there's gonna be that growing people. They're gonna be out there chanting Russell Wilson. Right. They're gonna be chanting. We saw it up with Duck and Mason. Um, we saw yeah. what happened with Ben, with Tommy Maddox, right? I mean, it's that's just a proverbial way it's gonna go. It's really nothing against Kenny. Um, so I don't know. Um, it seemed like Mike said, uh, Kenny's the guy. Okay. <laughs> Well, he kind of has no
0: choice, you know. All this talk right. about, um, oh, why are not they saying they love Mason Rudolph? Why not Mason? Arthur Smith didn't mention Mason Rudolph. He's not on the team right now, folks. Right now, he's, not he's not. We could say, what are they, What are they going to say? Oh my God, we love Mason Rudolph. Or they're like, oh, then he jumps to the Giants or something like that. Like, like the, 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 the guy we love just left. He's not on the team. Sign him, okay? Then you could. Then we'll see what happens. But he's 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 as he's, he's, he's halfway out the door right now. So unfortunately right. there's a good chance he might be gone.
1: Yeah. So um, I expect him to be kind of a, a, a player in the off season. Be interesting to see what they do. Cause I think it's really going to dictate the draft. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be very different this year because I think they build a little bit of foundation. It's now, can you improve upon it or just kind of muck it up? Um, and they can't afford, if they can't afford to muck it up because yeah. again, the quarterback situation isn't better than what it is now, six months from now. They're definitely probably in a full rebuild. If they go five wins next year, they are in absolute total rebuild mode. There's no question about it.
0: It's all, I hate to say it, but it's all on one person. It's all on the quarterback. Whoever it is, you could get, you could pick up all all pros at every position. If your quarterback sucks, you got nothing. So we'll see we'll see. Uh Levion Bell wants to come back. Yep. And as I've stated before, bro, if you if you went through all that money, then God God, God bless you. But <laughs> hey, but do you think there's a chance he if he does actually want to come back and the Steelers actually take him, do you think there's a chance that he would actually make the team?
1: Sure. I mean, I put this I, I posted this the other day. I'm not going to get in his way. I mean, we've all had our failures in our life. We've always had we've all had that mantra uh, I'm going to make a comeback, whether it's something like you had a bad year in your job. Maybe it's something more serious. You, you uh, had a bad relationship. You, you lost a parent. You lost a sibling. You lost a kid. Um, you got to find yourself to pull yourself back up and say, I got to figure a way to come back. What, No matter what that may be. Uh, and the guy's trying to find a way to come back. So do I ideally like how things ended with him? No. Um, do I think he'll make it? I don't know. But hey, kudos to the guy if he does. The only problem with him is – He's got two pretty good running backs in front of him. So if he makes the team, I mean, is he looking – is it going to be like a Deuce Staley kind of a thing? Is it – who knows? But here's the thing they can't do. If he comes into camp – because he said he only wants to play with one team, so it's not like he's going to go to Philadelphia or the Giants or the Cardinals or whatever. He's coming here. And if he comes into camp and he blows their doors off and is doing things that they haven't been able to get done, Arthur Smith may go to Mike and say, we got to find a spot for this guy. I don't know how we're going to put him in or what we're going to do, but you know, they're not exactly in a position where they can say no right now to a guy that comes in, whether he's 31 or 29. So I do I think it'll happen. I don't think so. And I would I would be much more confident if they only had a Najee Harrison and only a Jalen Ward. They got two pretty good running backs. I think that may be his biggest hurdle.
0: I wonder if he would accept being like a practice squad player.
1: I think so. Or well, like I think he'd want to shoot for being on a 53-man roster. I think that's, yeah. that would be happy. But you you might be right, Joe. It's a really good point. He might accept that. To him, that might be mission accomplished. I made it onto an NFL roster in some capacity. Yeah. At 31, I did and, it. And, as then,
0: and then if, God forbid, Najee or Jalen Warren get hurt,s then yep. he's there. I don't know.
1: 31's not, you know, exactly the end all be all it's getting there. Right. You know, um, I'd say 33 to 34, you're pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, but 31, you probably have a year, maybe two. Uh, and he is a freak. I mean, he is a workout alcoholic. He is, he takes very good care of his body. Um, you know that they're going to run every test on man, known a man if he's physically able to do this. um, so yeah, I'd say it's 60-40, 70-30, yeah. I guess. We'll see. But who knows? Watch the Steelers trap the running back. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right.
0: <laughs> he is uh he's the reason I started this podcast. <laughs> no, really. it was that whole situation with him you know, remember he said he said, "Don't worry," you know, because he held out a training camp and he didn't show up. And then he and he told his teammates, "Don't worry, I'll be there for the regular season." And then when the regular season came, he didn't show up. I got so mad I started a podcast about it. 778 episodes later, here we are. So, so thank you, Le'Veon Bell. Um, yeah, we'll see. I I I hope he, you know you love a comeback story. You, you know, you love you you love that 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 underdog thing. So I hope he makes it. I hope. I hope he's okay in life, because God, if you went through all that money, you did this all for the money, man. If you if you if you blew through that, oh oh, I'd be, I'd be he so might be
1: the guy. If he comes back and wows him, Joe, physically, he might be that guy that could come on a team. and Be like, hey, Deontay, look, dude, you're going about it the wrong way. Trust me, I did that. Trust
0: me, I know. <laughs> I know. I
1: effed up. I went to the Jets. That didn't work out well at all. Um. Tone let me down, buddy.
0: let me tell you the long line of people that okay. went against the Steelers' ownership and management, and how that ended up. Because the Steelers are kind of undefeated in that in that situation,
1: right? Right. So
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I did think it was interesting that um uh, Trey Essex said, um, he said he that that offensive lineman loved a, a running back like Le'Veon Bell, and I thought like okay but I mean because because Le'Veon Bell his style was that he was patient instead of just running through the hole he would like just wait a minute and then go through the hole so yeah maybe I guess I guess that would be really nice for a lineman
1: yeah Trey said a lot of interesting things he said that and he kind of a little bit of again another backhanded comment Kenny Pickett when they brought in Arthur Smith saying this shows me they have no confidence in Kenny Pickett which was an interesting comment but yeah, it's coming from a guy that knows. So, you know, yeah. it's uh very interesting. Trey's become one of my favorite uh follows on, on Twitter. So um Yeah, he's yes, he's girl. he's he's good. That brings us to who we have left, the Niners and the Chiefs for all the marbles this Sunday.
0: I'm going, Chiefs. I'm 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 done ever betting against uh, Mahomes. <laughs> um, I just wonder if it's going to be a high scoring or a low scoring game. I would imagine it's going to be high scoring because I'm just thinking of last year's Super Bowl with uh with it with the Chiefs and, and Eagles. So and and you have some explosive players there. So I I imagine it's it's going to be whatever the over under is. I think I would go over.
1: I probably would too. I think it'll be. Um, a little bit higher than what people are saying. Yeah, I know the Chiefs' defense has been good, and obviously the Niners has been uh, to a point. Um, Brock Purdy led the league in uh, completion percentage against press defense, and that's the defense the Chiefs really like to play. They love to play the press. They'll play two-man or three, uh, bring a guy under, but they love to play the press, and he has like an 82.9. It's insane, and the completion percentage is very high uh and that's that's not easy to do so i mean that it takes a good quarterback with accuracy and patience uh to work the ball down a press defense like that so be kind of interesting now Chiefs. one of the things i think the chiefs do well is they adjust well um unlike sometimes the steelers and definitely unlike the pittsburgh penguins but that's another bowl of chips (laughs) um but um i i'm with you joe i just can't bet against patrick mahomes he's He's like my son's generation, maybe any any older. He is the Michael Jordan of, like, anyone in their teens right now, right? He's the Michael Jordan, maybe the LeBron James, maybe the Mario Lemieux or the Larry Bird or uh, whatever you want to say. He is – I just can't bet against him. I mean, he's just that good. Uh, and there's some people that I'm starting to kind of join that train. I think he may be better than Tom Brady. Yeah. Now, now he, he will never break Tom Brady's numbers, okay? But I think he might equal his championships – or on another scale, but the guy's pretty much already a first ballot hall of famer and he's you know hard not to like him I mean he's a pretty good guy I'm not crazy on his wife's a little crazy with his thing she does but uh yeah I'm not bending against him too I, I say I say chiefs 26 49ers 21 or 24 somewhere in there.
0: Yeah yeah you know every year, you know growing up, we had to put up with Super Bowl blowouts almost every year. I remember
1: that? Yeah, fifty-five to ten. Niners fifty-five. I remember?
0: I remember they, the um, in Denver, they had like speed limit signs at speed limit fifty-five and put somebody running the bottom Broncos ten.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I was the, the worst good. possible
0: score. Yeah, yeah, we had to deal with we uh, we had to deal with the John Elway losing every year. Then we had to deal with Jim Kelly losing every year.
1: The remember Bowl. the episode in The Simpsons where there's like the genie and homer says "Ooh, i want to be john elway and he's he scores and then it shows the scoreboard and it's like giants 45 Franco 7 <laughs> whatever um, my friend chris massey uh who i think sometimes he gives us a thumbs up follows the show he's writes for the williamsport sun gazette and he's now the most senior writer for the little league world series in the country um but i always make that funny joke with chris with that that um I always remember, like, they were doing the pregame between that Broncos and, and, and Niners Super Bowl. And Tom Jackson, who was a Bronco, uh, is on there saying, well, if, if Dennis Smith and uh, – I forget the other Bronco who went to the Hall of Fame, um, the big hitter. Uh, he just went to the Hall of Fame like three or four years ago. Jeez. Uh, but it was like Tyrone Braxton and Dennis Smith and Ricky Atwater. If they can do their cover and keep Jerry T- Rice – and John Taylor contained, the Broncos have a chance. I'm like, no, they no. don't have a chance. No. They don't have a chance. No, <laughs> you the, right, but no the chance. Bears 46 to 10. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bills got their ass kicked other than the one, the first one. I mean, they were getting trounced 52 to 17. Um, The the Chargers and the 49ers 49 to 26. I mean, it was just one after the other after the other. And finally, yeah, it's, you can appreciate good games now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think it'll be a good game. Um, I I mean, this is just to me, it's a it's a it's a uh, intellectual battle. Nobody's a better offensive mind than Andy Reid. But Shanahan comes really close. And um, Spagnuolo, the, the, the chief's defensive coordinator, is really good. So I'm just really excited to see what they, I maybe it'll be low scoring. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I think, I think it'll be close either way. And.
1: Um, today at media day, um, i just had to laugh because Kyle Shannon, and they asked him about being there today. He says, well, we've come, we've come a long way, a lot longer than what you all think. And somebody called him, right? I don't know. What do you mean by that? He said, well, in spring training last year, uh, the owner came up and I said, well, how are our quarterbacks looking? He said, well, the third, the guy that we just uh, picked up last, the third string guy. Yeah, he's our best quarterback. <laughs> and the owner goes, God almighty. <laughs> and, and look what Brock Purdy has been able to do and what they've been able to do with Brock Purdy. So it's just what they up.
0: did, though. They had a pretty solid guy in Jimmy G. He was OK. Hey, he actually almost beat the 49ers four years ago. Right, but they, they they pivoted from him. They said, "Okay, we got this. Trey Lance, he's the future. We're trading three first round draft picks for him. He's the future." But they were smart enough to say, "Oh no, crap! Uh, the third string guy that we got, the, the very last pick of the draft, he's our guy." They made that. They made that determination that because they didn't shove Trey Lance down their throats, they said, "Okay, if this guy's the best, he's the best, and that's who will play." So I hope no. the Steelers take a lesson from that and say just because you draft someone in the first round doesn't necessarily mean you have to play them. You don't have to shove them down our throat. Just let the best quarterback
1: play. That's Standing it. Standing ovation or my head would get cut off by the screen. No, <laughs> 190%. That's exactly it. I mean, it's a perfect way to end and perfect way to say it because that's what the 49ers did. And right now, to me, the Steelers are still in that mode of, well, we want to be right more than we want to win. Right. We want to be right that Kenny Pickett was the right choice. Right now, I don't think he was. He could prove me wrong. I hope he does. But, and they're more stuck on, no, we did the right thing. I don't think he did. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Joe. All right,
0: sir. Have a good one.
1: Have a good night. See you.